It's the middle of the week and we're keeping the momentum of greatness going. So share this episode with someone you love and stay tuned. My name is Felicia Goings and I want to welcome you back to WordCast where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our word focus for this week is greatness. Our anchor scripture is Matthew chapter 23, verse 11, where Jesus says, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. We've been talking about how serving is the breeding ground for greatness, and we're examining King David's life from the field to the throne in order to learn how to navigate our own journey to our next level of greatness skillfully. When we left off yesterday, King David had just saved the people of a town called Keilah from being invaded and overtaken by the Philistine army. Now, the people in Keilah are David's people. They're children of God. And currently in 1 Samuel chapter 23, Saul is still their king. David hasn't gone to the throne yet. But these people and the children of Israel had no trust in Saul. They didn't believe that Saul would actually save them, and that's why they went to David. Keep in mind that Saul has been hunting David to kill him and neglecting other responsibilities as king in the process, which is why the people didn't have hope in him to do something because he'd been so busy just trying to hunt David. Today, we're going to talk about another wise way to navigate this space of greatness when you're serving on one level, but God has anointed you and called you to a new level, but you're not there yet. Many times, we're not just going to snap our fingers and be right where God has said. There's a process to getting from where you are now to where God has called you to be next. Yesterday, the key thing that I shared with you on navigating this space was to inquire of God, and we saw David doing that. So today, I want you to know that navigating the space of greatness from one level to the next also requires that you forgive quickly and move strategically. Because even when you do the right thing as a servant, it is important to know that there are others who may not do the same. And it seems unfair sometimes. It can feel like betrayal or cause you to want to quit and give up on God or blame God for a situation. But we are learning today so that we're not caught by surprise should we encounter actions or words from others that are not right but need to be forgiven so we can continue to move forward and progress on our journey of greatness even if they don't. So we're picking back up in 1 Samuel chapter 23. Verse 7 says, Saul soon learned that David was at Keilah. Good, Saul exclaimed. We've got him now. God has handed David over to me, for he has trapped himself in a walled town. This really stuck out to me, y'all. If you are a believer, right and wrong can get confusing if you're hearing from the Lord, you believe he's revealed to you what is right and that he'll preserve your life, but then you have someone else who supposedly is here from God also, and in this case with Saul and David, in Saul's mind, the Lord was giving him an upper hand to kill David. Saul was wrong. He was not hearing from the Lord, yet he allowed himself to be convinced and move with fervor in God's name to kill David when in actuality, Saul was completely moving against the perfect will of God. But Saul had a made up mind, and I believe he was demonically influenced to kill David. Verse 8, so Saul mobilized his entire army to march to Keilah and besiege David and his men. Y'all, I want you to think about this. He is king of a nation. He got his entire army together to go and get David and 600 other people. Saul has so many soldiers and people. Why would he bring out so much artillery and force against David? You can tell here Saul has lost it. He is not following the plan of God. Verse 10, then David prayed, 
Oh Lord, God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Keilah because I am here. Will the leaders of Keilah betray me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? Oh Lord, God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, he will come. Verse number 12, again, David asked, will the leaders of Keilah betray me and my men to Saul? And the Lord replied, yes, they will betray you. Wow, God just told David, the very people that you just went to war over and saved from the Philistine enemies who were trying to invade Keilah and take all their stuff is about to betray you to Saul. They are going to tell Saul exactly where you are in Keilah, knowing that Saul is out to kill you. Y'all, this type of moment right here in David's life is what discourages many people because they assume that just because you do good and right by others on your journey of greatness, that those same people will do good and right by you. Many times that is the case, but other times when people are afraid, they're people pleasers, or they're not firmly rooted in God, their loyalty is not to the Father, they may allow their weaknesses and their own personal desires to get the best of them and end up betraying another person. This was the worst. David literally just saved their lives in Keilah. And now these same people are willing to turn David's life over to Saul for him to be murdered. The hypocrisy. They came to get David to come and fight on their behalf. But now they won't fight for him. David could have gotten mad and took the word of the Lord and held it against the people and just started killing their leaders. So by the time Saul arrived, there would have been no one there to tell him where David was. But no, David didn't do that. He did what I'm encouraging you to do, forgive quickly and move strategically. David didn't let what God revealed to him about people stop him and keep him stuck in an emotional spiral at the level of betrayal he had experienced. No, David took God's word, forgave quickly and moved strategically. 1 Samuel chapter 23 verse 13 says, So David and his men, about 600 of them now, left Keilah and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped. So Saul didn't go to Keilah after all. Verse 14, David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Listen to this part, y'all. Saul hunted David day and night, but God didn't let Saul find him. Unforgiveness can leave a person stuck right in the place where the enemy is aiming to come and destroy them. But forgiveness causes us to move under God's safety and allows him to give us the victory over the enemy. David could not get stuck at that betrayal in Keilah. He had to keep moving forward because the enemy was headed to that place in Keilah. Notice that verse 14 says that it was God who did not let Saul find David. I want to tell you today that God is on your side. I don't know what supervisor or leader or person or coworker or employee or whomever, whatever type of enemy has been coming against you, causing your emotions to be weighed down with pressure. God is on your side, not the side of the enemy. Now, God loves all people, but if a person is bent on destroying the perfect will of God in someone else's life, the Lord is not in support of them doing that. And God will protect you and me every time and cause us to always come out on top when we choose to forgive quickly and we're willing to move strategically and keep going forward to the next place in which God has told us to go. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4 says, Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. 
Listen, whatever you are facing today, please hear me and hear me good. If you are a daughter or a son of God, it will end well for you. I don't care what it looks like today. I don't care how you're feeling about it today. God is on your side. God will not fail you. Be willing to forgive quickly and move strategically. God will give you wisdom concerning the direction in which you are to go. I know sometimes things can feel like it is never ending or God, why am I here? God, why is this happening? The Lord has not left you. The Lord will not fail you. And according to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, thanks be unto God he is the one that always causes you to triumph and just like he did with David he kept Saul from being able to find David and kill him he preserved David so that David could reach the place he was always anointed to be so no matter what it looks like right now in the field or place of where you are you shall make it to your throne if you continue to move forward and trust God See, David didn't allow betrayal or mistreatment to stop him. He kept moving forward, doing what God told him to do, even though he may have been heartbroken and in a great deal of anxiety. He trusted God. He found rest for his soul and healing for his heart in the Lord, and he kept moving forward. Don't allow your feelings to dictate what you do. Allow your trust, your faith in God and who he is, promising you in his word that it will end well for you. It will end in triumph for you. Keep moving forward and trust that word. Had David not done that, he would have never reached the throne. So I want to encourage you not to allow the actions of people to determine what you will and will not do. Stay committed to the Lord. Allow God and his love for you and your faith to drive your actions. When God tells you to reposition yourself in your attitude or your mind, etc., do it. Don't hold a grudge. Take the grudge to God and get rid of it. Don't hold unforgiveness. Take unforgiveness to the Lord and get rid of it. Ask the Lord to help you let go of anything that you've been holding on to. Receive his supernatural help because on this journey of serving, going from the field to the throne, there are some enemies who will want you to quit and stop. But I am encouraging you today to keep moving forward. And as you forgive, as you let go of grudges, as you overlook offenses so that your feet don't stumble, ask God to make the next right move for your life clear. Because you have a throne seat waiting for you. You have a divine next place where God has anointed you to be. And not even the most ferocious enemy can stop you from getting there unless you decide to let them. But being the beloved and anointed person that you are, I truly believe doors are about to open for you. A way of escape out of temptation and turmoil and torment is near. And you are about to arrive to that good and expected place where God anointed you to be. Now let's go over a few key takeaways before we close out with our decrees. Key takeaway number one, our word focus for this week is greatness. Our anchor scripture is Matthew chapter 23 verse 11 where Jesus says, but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Key takeaway number two, a wise way to navigate the space in between where you are serving and where God has anointed you to serve next and be great at it is to forgive quickly and move strategically along the journey. Key takeaway number three, to forgive quickly and move strategically means that you don't allow people and what they do or don't do right to stop you. No matter what, you keep moving forward. And as you listen to God and inquire of him, you will receive your next right move and do it. That is how you move strategically. I love you. I'm a huge fan of you winning. And I want you to repeat after me and continue to be great. 
I am a child of the Most High God. And I serve, therefore I am great. Something outstanding happens to me this week. And I serve, therefore I am great. The blessing and favor of the Lord is upon me. And I serve, therefore I am great. Winds may blow and storms may brew, but I continue to serve and press my way through. I stand in victory and flourish in all I do. I serve, therefore I am great, and God, I thank you. My name is Felicia Goins. Thank you so much for joining me on WordCast. Hey, we'll be here all week, Monday through Friday. Be sure to share these episodes. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.